Metallica. Here they come, the kings of metal. Hey, this is Jay Weinberg from Slipknot, and you're listening to Metal Up Your Podcast. podcast i'm ethan luck and i'm clint wells this is episode 139 and uh unfortunately we have to uh put out this episode just to kind of uh shed some any kind of light we can on some uh unsettling news that james has entered rehab again right we all found out last night and you know of course our phones are blowing up everyone's speculating and upset and so we're just here to sort of let you know what's going to happen with us in the next few weeks. We had episodes planned with crew from metallica and so a lot of stuff's a little bit up in the air with them so we want to be respectful of the crew and of our interviews with them. So um, first of all, let me read the note. So this is the official note that that uh, we all received, whether it was email or we saw on socials. It's on their website right now in the news section, Metallica.com. And it says, a note from Lars, Kirk, and Rob, September 27th, 2019. We are truly sorry to inform our fans and friends that we must postpone our upcoming tour of Australia and New Zealand. As most of you probably know, our brother James has been struggling with addiction on and off for many years. He has now unfortunately had to re-enter a treatment program to work on his recovery again. We fully intend to make our way to your part of the world as soon as health and schedule permit. We'll let you know as soon as we can. Once again, we're devastated that we have inconvenienced so many of you, especially our most loyal fans who often travel great distances to experience our shows. We appreciate your understanding and support for James. And as always, thank you for being a part of our Metallica family. All tickets purchased to the shows in Australia and New Zealand, including enhanced experiences and black tickets, will be refunded. More details on how to obtain your refund are below. And then there's there are links uh, for anyone interested who does need to refund their ticket. There's links to the Live Nation Australia, Live Nation New Zealand, and uh, a specific link for the enhanced experience and black yeah, tickets. Yeah, cool. I'm thinking, of course, about like the Saravan. I know they all had black tickets for Australia, and as many people do. So yeah, it's, it's a big mess. It really is kind of a big mess. Yeah, it totally is. And, 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 you know, for those that don't know, I mean, something of this magnitude, whatever the reason for having to postpone the tour, there's a lot of logistics involved in that. I mean, I think addressing that first before we get to James is kind of important. You know, some people are kind of hurt, like, ah, oh, it was my first time seeing them, or they haven't been to Australia and Zealand so long. You know, um, yeah, it is a bummer. We totally understand that. But um, the amount of, bit of the business side that has to go into just refunding these tickets is astronomical. 
you know, outside of what management has to do and booking agents and promoters and all this oh, stuff. It's, yeah, it's a huge, huge, um, uh, you know, operation. It's eight stadium shows. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with, you know, obviously the travel to get everybody out there. That's even just at a base level, plane tickets for everybody and accommodations per diem. Right. Um, you're looking at promoters. You're looking at vendors. You're looking at contracts. And they, there are clauses for all kinds of things. But right. you're looking at refunding tickets, the money they're leaving on the table, the money that it's going to cost to postpone. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, my takeaway when thinking about the cancellation of the Australia tour is that uh, it, it must have been a pretty big deal, you know? Uh, right, yeah. If, 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 it, if it had been that he was worried about drinking again or he maybe had a beer and it freaked him out, they may have powered through. And I know a lot of people are are disappointed that they didn't. And uh, the, the way I see it with the cancellation of the tour is that his health was really in trouble and that they mm-hmm. really needed to make a drastic step to get it get it in line. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, gosh, I feel like if, if he was just, let's say he had to go in for some kind of surgery, you know, um, people would be, be understanding, wow, he has to have surgery. That's crazy. Okay, all the best to James. Get well, blah, blah, blah. And it blows my mind that there's some people that are actually posting some pretty negative shit. And this is a more serious than like, hey, I got to have my appendix out or I have to have a surgery on my hand or something, you know? And, well, yeah, I thought it was kind of weird that they admitted that it was about rehab. And I, my wife and I were talking about it last night. I was... Because as the news came in, we, you know, my family and I were just hanging out in the living room, and I was like, "Man, this is really a big deal." And I know that you and I were texting, and Moke, and then a lot of the Metal Epic Podcast family that have my number were reaching out to us, and we were talking to right. Chris Urgis, and just sort of like, "Wow, this sort of you know, Dan Cantor got involved," and it was mm-hmm. like, "Well, uh, I thought, why, why not just say we have to cancel the tour for personal reasons and leave it yeah. at that?" And my wife was like, "Well, I mean, it's almost a smart move in the sense that." If you're just, first of all, like in the spirit of recovery and sobriety, transparency obviously is a big part of that. Agreed, yeah. But it was like, well, if you're going to cancel something this big, unless you're just a total scumbag, which we unfortunately encountered a few last night, uh, you can't really be mad about it when it's when it's this kind of deal. And you and I are at an age where we've got sober friends and we know people that have been through the program, and it's it's not something that ever stops. Right, exactly. That's one thing that I think you know that maybe the selfish part of a lot of us maybe don't understand or don't really want to understand <clears throat> is that this is a lifelong battle. This isn't just like, Oh cool. I stopped drinking. I made it through a year. I'm fine now. You know, it's like, that's always inside of you. I mean, I've got close personal friends that still struggle with it and still have days where they're like, man, I just want to drink. And they've been sober for as long as James has. Right. Right. And, and you know, to, to have people kind of post some negative stuff on, on socials about it, this really bummed me out. I didn't really see much of it last night. Cause I, all this news kind of came like about an hour before I had uh, the Brandy Carlisle show starting in here. I'm in Denver, by the way. Um, <clears throat> and so I didn't really have time to really read through what people were saying. But this morning I was kind of laying in my hotel room. And, and let me put this out there that it's 99% positive. There is so much love and support for James. It's astounding. Um, but, you know, there's a couple comments here and there. And people get bummed out that you should just power through and stuff. And it's like, you really got to understand what this is. It's a disease and it's something that he's dealt with for a long time. And sometimes that can creep back up, you know? Well, you, you'd mentioned a few times last night, cause we have experience with this, you know, people can get good at hiding stuff. And you know, this is the speculation part. And, and Ethan and I, even though he's on tour in Denver and I have a rare Saturday off at home before I leave for about a 10 day run with Rodney, we wanted to do a, a, an emergency episode because we know that a lot of people out there are confused and upset. And I mean, I felt like someone punched me in the stomach all night. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 
Um, so let me say before we start the speculating part of this that we don't really know anything other than what we've been told. And uh, right. we don't have any, you know, the, our, our, the access we do have to the inside, uh, we're being really careful about all that, obviously. And there's a lot of our friends on the inside don't know much. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, so this is just to basically give people a, a space to process some of this. So, yeah, you know, people can be, people can hide this. This could have been, um, this could have been James had a beer and, and it freaked him out, or it could have been mm-hmm. he had a kind of a lost weekend and it freaked him and his family out. Right. Or, or he could have been hiding, you know, hiding uh, a relapse for months or years. Like we just mm-hmm. really don't know, and yeah, it's not really any of our business, actually. Too, I, I don't know if them opening the door of transparency with this really sort of blunt and honest statement it means that we're going to keep getting information like that as this goes on. I mean, what worries me is the last time James went into rehab, he was there for a long about eight months, and right, exactly. Someone mentioned last night, it was either you or Chris, like they haven't canceled South America or the All Within My Hands uh, show. Lars, you know, it's crazy because, first of all, let's talk about some of the coincidences. Yesterday was the anniversary of Cliff's death. Mm-hmm. And pe- some people have been like, you think that was part of it? It's like, no. <laughs> I mean, no, I had, don't think he's, <laughs> he's had Cliff's anniversaries of Cliff's death every year since Cliff, Cliff died in 86. So right. I don't think that's the problem. Uh, it was just a weird coincidence. But then also Lars is like making news yesterday and the day before about they're doing that global citizen gig. He's right, he's in the year. he's in the news again saying Metallica's got another twenty years in him. Now, is that a coincidence or was that Lars sort of reassuring us before the big news dropped that James is going back into rehab? Yeah, who knows? I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, the the band and, and, and the the families of the band are going to be the first ones to know about this stuff. You know, even before any crew or any fans or anything like that. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, there is confidence that James will come out great on the other side. And, uh, you know, it's just, this is just one of those hurdles in his, in his journey of sobriety, you know? Um, and I think that, you know, I personally believe that we do have many years to come with the band. Well, here's, Um, here's what he said. This is the interview that came out. Uh, I'm reading this from Loudwire. It says he told Polestar in a new interview that Metallica has no plans to stop recording and performing as long as he and his bandmates have the physicality to deliver a successful show. The drummer, who will turn 56 in December, spoke about Metallica's future plans while discussing the band's ongoing World Wired tour, which launched in late 2016. Um, asked if he thinks Metallica can keep going. Ulrich said, I'm pretty sure that the notion of us playing or functioning when we're 76 mentally is not a stretch at all. In terms of the desire to want to play music, connect with each other, connect with fans, and take Metallica music, uh, I think that we can, definitely. Um, right. We'll always get an incredible joy to play music, sharing it with people, blah, blah, blah. Uh... I mean, this is this is not old news. This is something he was saying yesterday or the day before. Right, so. which kind of leads me to believe, you know, um, the James check himself into rehab was was maybe a bit of a shock to the guys. Yeah. you know, maybe something that came up really last minute, or he, you know, he was home after S and M two shows, and him and his wife sat down and he said, you know, I'm struggling with this, and it, you know, it could be at the end of the day, he didn't even take a sip of anything. He right. might have just, he might have felt more tempted or more broken than he has since he got a rehab last time and thought, you know what, I need to kind of get myself in check. Yeah. You know, I mean, but we obviously know that it's, it's most important that James not only gets his health, you know, in order and, and continues to battle these demons, but also, you know, his family is so important to him. We know this, Mm -hmm. you know, if you watch his acceptance speech from Rockwell Hall of Fame, I mean, the way he talks about his wife and, and, and keeping him in mind, keeping him in check and, saving his life to quote him i would love to thank my wife francesca for saving my life 
many times. My children, all three of you are here. Thank you for teaching me how to love. Also, uh, uh, sponsor and program brothers for keeping me out of the gutter and on the stage where I belong. You know, I mean, this is very important. And, and at the end of the day, if that means there's no Metallica shows this fall, then so be it. I'm 100% on board with oh, that. Oh, yeah. I mean, the call, the call to the fans for sure is to step up and be supportive and, yeah. and, uh, and wish him well and send love. And, I, I, and people are mostly doing that. I think the people, that, uh, the people I've encountered on the Internet, uh, which is the potential for nuance and meaningful discussion and then the potential for just the absolutely stupidest shit I've ever heard is just all there mm -hmm. on the internet. But I think the people who don't understand it, the people, he needs to man up, that kind of st stuff. These are, <laughs> right. these are people just, you know, the best thing I can say about them is that they are completely ignorant about addiction and about yeah. what, what that is. It's a disease and haunts you right. forever. And, and, you know, it's in, all, it's in his songs. I mean, James does, a, I believe, a sort of genius-level, masterful job of writing about things that relate to a lot of people while also putting a little distance with himself. But he, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I'm thinking about, well, obviously a lot of the same anger materials, um, but Bleeding Me, and I'm thinking about um, Hell and Back from uh, Beyond Magnetic. Right. I, I mean, I was thinking a lot last night about this hardwired to self-destruct, you know? And like, yeah, totally. That's the whole theme of the new record, and, and uh, that's what, you know, we're hardwired for. and. Yeah, totally. And as you know, as a songwriter, and you can obviously you know agree with this, is that there's things that you deal with in life, whether it's like in a certain moment that you write about, or it's stuff you deal with your entire life that you just can't not write about that kind of stuff. You know, like I've you know personally dealt with anxiety and, and depression for a long time. I wrote a lot of songs about that. You yeah. know, it's just something that I have to write about. It's part of the therapy process. Right. You know? Right. And I think it's the same for James. You know, to write about these things that he's dealt with for a long time. Um, is important for him and it's part of again part of his process and uh, you know I think on the fan side of things obviously it was a shock to everybody but I think it's been so long since he got out of rehab and that was during St. Anger mm -hmm. that we all kind of slowly not fully forget about it but we, you kind of become disconnected with that era of Metallica you know yeah I mean I, I know that a lot of us kind of just it's been such a it's just been such a, his, his recovery has been such a huge part of the last 15 years of Metallica that mm -hmm. it's just soaked in. And so I think that's right. why it's so shocking. Um, and I know our fans feel the same way. We got some emails about it. So I wanted to read some of these if that's cool with you. Yeah, please. Brian Ward writes in uh, the subject is recovery thoughts, which, by the way, Metal Up Your Podcast show at gmail.com. Hey, guys, just heard and read about James checking into rehab, being a couple of years into recovery myself. I wanted to take some time to talk about it hopefully in a way that helps people realize the human that's struggling through this. He says, first, with regards to relapse, there hasn't been anything to state that James has relapsed, only that he was struggling with his addiction or addictions, which is a good point. Very good As point. You, yeah. you were just making that. It might have been a preemptive thing. Second, if he has relapsed, I think it's important to remember that a relapse is not a sign of weakness or failure, but a sign of pain and suffering, perhaps even information gathering. I'm not the one to speak of his why, only possible reasons, um, which that's, that's all interesting, too. Yeah, he says, I know, absolutely. I know some Metallica fans will be hurt, maybe even mad, but I also know them to be gentle and kind as a community. Let's send him our best love and keep him in our thoughts. Kindest regards and metal up. Brian Fairview, Oregon, New Jersey. Thanks, Brian. That's cool. Thank you, Brian. Cody Farmer wrote in. He says, Dear Mother, Dear Father Earth, <laughs> the James Hetfield rehab news hit me like a ton of bricks. Seemed like the band had become so positive, so family-oriented, 
They were honestly just in a new place. I remember thinking after the St. Anger documentary, wow, I want to get sober after seeing James do it. I know that his sobriety in that documentary did did encourage a lot of people to get sober. Absolutely did, yeah. I had to hit the bottom. <laughs> I I didn't I was pretty stubborn. I didn't learn. I had tried to stop for a year and it just wasn't fun. So I went back to it. And I had I had to have someone tell me, you know, someone basically my wife threw me out of the house and said goodbye. It took that shock, you know, and fear is a pretty good motivator. Because <laughs> uh, I certainly didn't want to stop drinking even then. But I knew that I couldn't live without my family. That was more important. And well, when I found out there were other people in my situation that, you know, the deepest, darkest, ugliest secrets you have are just poison and they're rotting inside you. No matter what you're hiding, someone else can say they've done that too. So there is a connection with humans through experience to show that it can be done. He says, however, I'm hopeful James will come out of this and the band will continue onward. I'm just really surprised to see it, especially with rumors of Kirk being the guy who'd fallen off the wagon. Thanks for giving me an outlet to vent my thoughts off the cuff. You guys rock Metallica forever. Thanks, Cody. That's cool. Thank you, Cody. Anya wrote in. She says, I just had to write something. I mean, people, people are, I think this really hurt a lot of people, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, not, in, a, not in a blaming way, but just like, Totally. Uh, you know, it's it's odd. Isn't it odd to like be hurt by this information by a, uh, well, yeah, the guy it's, it's just we like his music, you know? It's one of those things though. It's like it's such a part of your life. You totally. Know? Like I, I think we've talked about it before when, when we when uh, Chris Cornell passed away. There's very few artists that <clears throat> you and I are big fans of that if they passed away or something awful happens or situations like this where it really hits us emotionally. Yeah. Because there's such a connection we've had to their music for so long. And right. especially with Metallica. I mean, God, we've invested I don't even know how many hours into this podcast, so it's it's it, it definitely hits home for us. You know? you know, I did the math. I think we've invested a little over ten between ten and twenty hours into the podcast. Oh, okay, good. I thought so, it was. I, I thought it was a little bit more. So that's almost an bad. entire day. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Anya, Anya says, I just had to write something. Like everyone else, I was totally shocked to hear about James, but also instantly grateful for the friends I've made through the Metal Up Your Podcast community that immediately assembled and gave each other an outlet for our feelings of sadness and worry. I guess I just want to send out all my love and support for James battling his demons, most likely also a ton of guilt about it. Please, James, listen to what you said to all of us so many times. Forgive yourself. We love you. Also feeling yeah. sad for his family, both the band as well as his civil one. It's hard being helpless on the sidelines. Well, God, isn't that true? You and I know yeah. that, Ethan. Uh, totally. But at least he has the best support possible by professionals. I really think he's going to come through this. Thanks for listening and for everything you do, Anya. Yeah. yeah. It's a it, it, she. I like that she says sadness and worry because it's it's part of the part of the the gut punch is just being worried about it too. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a good thing that she kind of touched on to point out is, I mean, do you think James wanted to cancel these shows? And they never cancel shows. You know what I mean? Like, it probably hurt him. I mean, obviously his focus is his sobriety and his family and and his well being, their well being. But I mean, he still probably was like, oh, 
man, you know, that I'm sure that's still a thought in his head. Like, there's a lot of people we're going to let down. Yeah, I, I know, you know. I I know they don't like they don't dig that. I know that for sure. Now, when it came to actually doing it, I'm sure. Well, man, okay, so just just for disclaimer, we're back and speculating again. Just FYI, right. we're speculating. Was it a case where he said, well, I need to meet with Cliff and Peter, the Q Prime management, who've been with them through thick and thin and already through this type of thing. I need to meet with them and let them know what's going on. Or was it like in some kind of monster where homie's gone and maybe his wife calls management and says, hey, FYI, I don't know what you have to do, but James is not going to be for that tour. Because right, I got to yeah. imagine if he sat down with them and said, look, I've got I've I've got a problem again and I need to get well. There's no way that his managers weren't like, is there any way we can still do the tour? Like Right. Can we can we send someone on the road with you exactly. that's around you 24/7? What, you know, is there uh, a way we can get the tour done uh, and meet all of those obligations just for the money, for the business, yeah. also for the fans? I'm sure that that was a consideration and I don't think had to be. Yeah. And I don't think that's inappropriate. That's that's no. that's business, but it sounds like well, doesn't even sound like obviously um that that wasn't a possibility and yeah but i definitely don't think they take any i don't think they relish any letting fans down that's just not this band you know right exactly yeah they they, they obviously hate that kind of stuff you know and even in their statement i mean they acknowledge like we know that our hardcore fans travel from far away i mean obviously like anya she traveled all the way to california for snm2 sarah and Pete were up playing on going all the way to australia and if you've never done that flight it's a long ass way away yeah um but you know <clears throat> You know, going back to like a lot of the positivity that people are, are throwing out there on social media, it's mostly love and support to James, which is amazing to see. You know, even, you know, even this morning I saw on Facebook, Sarah Sobeck already posted something, and you know, nothing bitter whatsoever. I mean, they booked flights, they got black tickets for down there, probably accommodations, all this stuff. And all she posts is something that's totally positive. You know, we love and support James and wish him the best, you know, you know, and that to me is like the best reaction to have, you know, because this is his life, not ours, you know, and it's not our decision to tell him what to do with his life. It's his and his family. So again, I mean, it's been great to see how much love and support people have shown James and the band and his family just in less than 24 hours of this news breaking. Yeah. I mean, and you know, you gotta, I mean, you, you gotta look at it long term as well. I mean, we need the dude to be healthy to continue Metallica. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of, glancing through the I didn't even think to look at the forums last night I'm kind of looking through now obviously yeah. a big deal uh, hundreds and hundreds of replies I mean that's that's generally the the sentiment is that get well we love you uh, yeah do what you need to do your you and your family come first you're and you the know, people that are going to post negative stuff I mean the all, all the other Metallica fans are quick to kind of respond like come on like some people are more blunt than others like fuck off but you know most people are like come on dude you need to understand the severity of you know this addiction yeah i, I had to call someone a fucking moron last night <laughs> which I was, which brings me no joy no it does not but we have hey, it's part of the job it's part of the job we've been given That's um right. well i know that you're out on the road with brandy and and uh, i need to get back to my family we just wanted to create a little bit of space here uh, and Ethan and I are kind of cooking up some stuff that we want to do that we'll announce next week to uh, to try to participate positively uh, mm-hmm. from the from the small sidelines that we're on with James's recovery and and to offer support to the Melted Podcast family and to the Metallica family. We'll let you know about that. Obviously, if any other news comes in, uh, we're going to be on top of all that. Yeah. Um, you know, I would I would encourage you all to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and I guess Facebook. Ethan's over on Facebook. Yeah, because uh, we'll be on we'll be on top of all this stuff. Now we had 
the episodes that we have already in the can, <laughs> which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to shelve those for now. So, yeah, and again, like Clint said earlier, that's just out of respect for those guys and, and their jobs and the whole, you know, what, whatever's going to happen in the future of this band and when they pick back up. We don't know yet, but when, you know, again, we want to be respectful and, and we'll release them when the time is right. And in terms of new content, we're just going to have to figure it out because I'm gone for like 10 days starting mm-hmm. uh, sun, tomorrow. So we'll right. make, and I know you're on the road too. So we'll figure it out and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll make it good. And, and the most important thing is we'll all get through it together. You know, we'll all, mm-hmm. we'll all be worrying about it together, getting the news, getting updates together and celebrating his, you know, recovery together. So, right. Exactly. Um, I guess in the meantime, safe travels to you, my friend. You guys can, Thank you. You guys can always email us, metal at the podcast show at gmail.com. If you want to shoot the shit about Metallica or have it read on the show, you can leave us the review on iTunes, Patreon, blah, blah, blah. Is there anything else to say before we split? Safe travels to you as well. Yeah, I know you're doing a longer run than normal, so enjoy that. And, uh, and I'm, I think our next episode will probably be remote for the first time in a while. So, uh, but yeah, I'm going to take my stuff out there, so we'll be able to do it. Yeah, awesome. And uh, all the all the you know all the love to all of our other podcast listeners. And of course, at the end of the day, last thing I want to say about James is I think that it takes such a strong, strong person to enter what he's entering right now. Ton of guts. I would. Yeah. I think I would be disappointed if I found out that he had this issue, whatever the specifics may be, and he decided to put that and his family aside and continue to do these shows in Australia. And like that would bum me out more. You know, as a human being. As somebody who loves his family, that would let me out. So I've all the all the love and, and peace and, and, and success to James in this time. Man. I totally agree. I'm not even going to elaborate on that because you said it so well. <laughs> all right. Well, we love all you out there, and we'll let you go. Say peace. Adios.
If I've got nowhere to go Search for seas of gold How come it's got so cold? How can I be lost In remembrance I
got a lot of golden treasure How could he know this new dawn's light Would change his life forever How can I be lost If I've got nowhere to go Search for seas of gold How come it's got so Delete that.